The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Tomorrow, voters in France are going to head to the polls as Emmanuel Macron and Marine Le Pen go head to head for the final time in a bid to become the country's next president. And of course, with France's future in the EU potentially at stake, we need to ask, is Macron's potential re-election going to be a smooth transition or are we going to see years of yellow vest protests ahead? To uh, analyse the implications of this election, we have with us Dr. Emmanuel Sean Quinlevin, who is a lecturer in European politics at the Department of Government in UCC. And reporting live from Paris, we have uh, Lara Marlowe from the Irish Times. And morning, Lara, I'll kick off with you. The campaign so far, how mean, how aggressive and how committed has it been? It got meaner and more aggressive as it went along. Um, it, it was quite mean and aggressive on Wednesday night when Le Pen and Macron debated for nearly three hours. And then the last two days, uh, it got pretty nasty indeed. Le Pen, at every opportunity, every interview she gave, every uh, public appearance, said that Macron was contemptuous of her, that he'd been brutal, that he was aggressive, that he treated her exactly the same way he treated the French people. Uh, Macron was more polite in his criticism of Marine Le Pen, but he said it would be a catastrophe for France if she was elected, that her uh, economic figures didn't add up, that they weren't serious, uh, that she would... she was determined to take France out of Europe without saying so. He basically accused her of lying. He said, uh, elle avance masquée, she's she basically disguised herself or has hidden her true purpose and, and her, her, her true program. Uh, so it, it's ended with them basically quarterly detesting each other. Uh, but it looks likely that Macron will win. He's certainly favored to win. The last poll yesterday, and, and they are forbidden for the rest of the I mean, until the votes are counted now tomorrow night. The last poll showed Macron at 56.5% to 43.5% for Marine Le Pen. So it looks like he could win by about 13 percentage points. Uh, There's a margin of error there of 1.1 points, if we trust the polls. But then we've had big surprises in the past with Brexit and Trump, of course. Which, again, Macron himself made reference to, saying that uh, advising people not to take anything for granted on his side and referencing Brexit and referencing Trump. You mentioned the, the mutual detestation that has been demonstrated in the last couple of days. A lot of that coming to the fore in the debate itself. We'll have a listen to some of what they had to say. Would you like to remain in the European Union as it is today with the Franco-German tandem as an engine, Mr. Macron? Look, I've always been very clear here, and I think our discussion, our debate five years ago had mainly focused on that specific issue. Five years ago, 80% of your uh, platform was only uh, applicable if we withdrew from the euro. There was this whole thing about euro and the EQ. No one really knew what it was. Uh, Clearly, your campaign platform hasn't changed. You still want to withdraw from the euro, but you've not really said it. I, for my part believe in the euro uh, in the franco-german tandem that was key to achieving something marine le pen in your platform you see the advent of european nations that would gradually replace the eu does that mean you want to exit the eu or the european as it exists today suits you with the franco-german tandem as a driver let me start by telling 
Mr. Macron that there is no European sovereignty because there's no such thing as European people. France is a sovereign country because France has a people. You actually did this symbolically. You replaced the French flag by the EU flag under the Arc de Triomphe. Uh, the EU is not a question of all or nothing. It's not a question of taking everything and, and shutting our mouths or taking nothing pure. I wish to remain uh, a part of the European Union, but I do wish to overhaul it radically. Lara Marlowe from the Irish Times, who's in Paris. That that line uh, about whether or not Le Pen supports withdrawal from the EU, she seems to be resiling from previously stated positions of a desire to do exactly that. Why? Uh, Because it scared people, basically. Uh, She wanted to pull out the euro and the EU uh, and NATO, for that matter. And polling showed that that, uh, people were frightened by it and that that had hurt her chances of winning. And Marine Le Pen is is a very flexible, um, she, she, she sort of, she congeals to whatever the popular mood is. She's very good at sensing what bothers people, what makes them angry, and then uh, making them feel that she's one of them, that she supports them, and that she agrees with them. And the French complain a lot about Brussels and the Commission. I think less under Macron than they had before, but she's trying to capitalize on this, this feeling, but also She's very closely allied with the illiberal leaders of Hungary and Poland uh, who are constantly at odds with the commission in Brussels. And and, uh, she keeps talking about how she has allies in the EU. Those are the only allies she has. And it's very hard to believe that that Marine Le Pen, Viktor Orban and the Polish prime minister are going to make a better European Union. On the contrary, they're going to to block it. They're going to have constant infringement procedures against them. And it is hard to see how the EU could continue if France, which is the second largest economy, the second most populous country, basically refuses to play ball. Uh, She says she will not um, abide by EU law that France that French law will have priority over EU law. And she also would not give uh, the the benefits and rights to other European citizens, which they currently enjoy. And and the other um, European partners would simply not put up with this. So the end result would be, as Macron says, a a de facto Frexit, uh, a French exit from the European Union. Lara Marlowe from the Irish Times reporting for us there in Paris. Thank you very much. I mentioned we had Dr. Emmanuel Sean Quinlevin with us, who is lecturer in economic politics at the Department of Government in UCC. And Emmanuel, if we pick up with the numbers from the, the most recent polls that Lara gave us there, uh, something in the region of a, a 56-57, 42-43 split, those kind of numbers. That would suggest that unless something hugely unexpected happens, Macron is going to be re-elected. It does, though, suggest a huge rump of dissatisfaction with him, dissatisfaction with his policy, a degree of nationalism building in Paris and or in France. And when you look at the underlying numbers, particularly among the young, a great degree of Euroscepticism. 
Yes, indeed. Um, what I think was most striking was actually the the number of young people, uh, the under 25s, like you had 57% of them voting for either Mélenchon or Le Pen, who both have effectively Frexit programmes. I mean, Marine Le Pen tried to, as Lara explained there, tried to present it slightly differently, etc. But uh, Macron was quite good, actually, in the debate in terms of moving away from what he, he, he can appear as or come across as quite technical sometimes. But he said, you know what, you, the European Union is a co-ownership. You can decide by yourself to repaint the facade and call it something else because you're called Mrs. Le Pen. And I can't believe that that amount of young people um, could vote for, um, you know, two candidates that want to take France out of the European Union. If you look at what's happened in uh, the UK, We've had Brexit and it's actually the older generation that voted largely uh, to leave uh, the European Union. Um, and I, I, I find it um, yeah, quite striking and worrying for the future of France um, that we have uh, such high numbers of young voters um, voting for people, uh, unless they haven't read fully or understood fully the programme, which is also an option. But um, I think uh, that is a, a worrying trend. Um, and over Overall, as you pointed out, if you add Zemmour, who was the, the further extreme right candidate, plus Mélenchon and Le Pen, for the entire electorate, you had 52% voting uh, for those three candidates uh, who have very clear uh, Frexit programmes. In the debates, Macron took some responsibility for his own failings in his, his uh, previous period in the role and, and indicated that Marine Le Pen was to some degree able to exploit them and, and tap into people's frustration with them. Is there any likelihood that he's going to be able to reverse those trends, particularly the trends that you point to in the young demographics, if he gets another shot at it? No, and I think that is, again, another worrying uh, aspect of this election, um, because everybody right now is focused on, um, you know, having Le Pen excluded, uh, you know, not being re- not being elected. But uh, the point is that if Macron is elected, it's only uh, going to lead to uh, trouble and social and economic unrest. Um, he, he straight after the first uh, round, he uh, said in his speech that he wanted to invent a new way of governing. But we heard that in 2017. He hasn't done anything. He was um, calling for new politics in 2017. This hasn't happened, hence the the, the dissatisfaction uh, of a large number of the electorate. You know, he he or he suggested um, introducing proportional representation, which we don't have really in, in our electoral systems. Uh, he organised a citizen, something on the model of the Irish Citizens Assembly on the theme of the environment, which could have been a huge success for with the young electorate in particular. But he did nothing with the result. Uh, you know, he shied away little by little from what the the the, the results of the citizens' assembly uh, were. So um, I think he's a, he's going to be in a very difficult position if he's re-elected, particularly because as the president of France, uh, he will have full powers to decide on policies only if he gets a majority in the national assembly. And this is going to be a vote in June. So those elections in June are absolutely crucial for him to have free reign to decide what the future of France is going to be like for the next five years.
Well, as you say, we, we will know fairly short term because the vote is tomorrow as to who wins the presidential election. But the implications of the election, we probably won't know for months and in some cases for years. We will watch this space. Emmanuel, thank you very much. That is Emmanuel Sean Quinlevin, who is lecturer in European politics at the Department of Government at UCC.